This is a Bandit Radio production. About 20 years ago, on a train bound for nowhere, I met up with the gambler. We were both too tired to sleep, so we took turns. It's the Home Dogs Podcast, where we feature our weekly picks for college football and the NFL. Remember, there's nothing better than betting on home dogs. Out of reading people's faces. Knowing what their cards were by the way they held their eyes. Welcome back to the Home Dogs Podcast. This is Matt. We call myself Matty on the Home Dogs Podcast. And I'm here with the bear, the big orange bear. bear. Adam Barry is here. Finally get to be in the studio, which is awesome. Yeah, you're in the studio and... You know, you sponsor this thing. That's true. That's so true. I have a sponsor in the studio. This get is fantastic. I get to be in here because I pay money to do so. That's right. So you that can do whatever you want. That's right. Uh, we'll go as far as you want us to, as awesome. long as you want us to. That's right. Um, and, guys, um, Bear Process Safety, can't, can't thank these guys enough over here. Um, tell us a little bit about Bear Process Safety. So Bear Process Safety, we are a process safety company. For those of you who don't know what that means, um, we is that what the process safety part means? That's what it means. Okay. It means we're for process safety. <laughs> um, and so we make sure that our facilities, our industrial facilities and petrochemical and chemical facilities are safe for our community and our employees. And uh, basically we handle a lot of stuff that uh, the guys at the plant are bored by. Uh, but we make sure that uh, all the compliances are met, make sure there's no bad releases, that sort of stuff. So, guys, uh, anybody that's in the plant and industrial field, y'all look out for bear process safety. The big orange bear, you can't miss the logo. It's the greatest logo ever. Um, And he's one of our picks of the week. So we do our picks of the week uh, with myself, Maddie, uh, the bear, and then B-Stew. B-Stew is not going to be with us today, but he has phoned his picks in to me today. Um, but what we're going to do first is go, before we get into that, we want to go back to last week, kind of take a look at what we did last week. Um, I, you know, I'm very excited because I was two, I'm two and one. My, um, my bank account doesn't reflect it, but I'm actually in the lead. Yes. Your, your professional picks. Right. For two and one. I I need to just stick with this. That's right. I don't know why I'm going off. Just limit yourself to the three. Now, so yeah, I had Clemson first half, um, but what I ended up doing was is doing first half, and I ended up doing full game. Lost on the full game, so I split. Um, same thing with Army. I had Army full game on this list, so minus 20 and a half, but I also did the first half. Screwed myself. Um, I had Syracuse plus 23, um, which was hitting. A little, little late touchdown by Sam Howell. Dude. Gotcha. North Carolina scored three touchdowns, and it felt like one minute. Like, and you could just obviously tell Syracuse wasn't going to score a point. So, um, but ended up two and one. And my dog of the week on the podcast last week was the Shants, the Chanticleers. Coastal, Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina, that's right. We actually and th- this is what I told Mincy uh, on the One Team, One Podcast. Guess what game I didn't bet? You you didn't bet the Shants? I didn't bet my own dog of the week. What, what are you doing? And I hit it. <laughs> I could have gone straight up with it. Yeah. How much money would I? What was the what uh, was the money line on that? I mean, I think we were in the in the high ones, one one seventy five maybe. Oh, it's more than that, huh? 
Well, what you was know, the spread on that? Coastal it was beat them last year. Yeah, but it was a it was a six point seven point game. Okay, so yeah, maybe yeah. maybe not two hundred on but that. Still, but still, yeah, Matt, but still, could've, could've what am I low, doing? Could have been low two hundred. Go what with my gut, Matt. That's right. All right, Bear. Let's see what you had last week. Yet, all right, we're not going to talk about. Uh, well, you had Bengals plus three. That was uh, a tough one. Fat Randy just he killed you. He killed me. <laughs> oh, Fat Randy. Fat Randy. That guy. God. What is he still doing on the roster? Well, and these. They bring him back in last night. They brought him back in last night. I was I was waiting for him to miss another kick because, you know, I had to go back with Joey B, and we got that backdoor special, little backdoor special. Yeah, you I had did. Him, I had him. Did you money, had him last night? Had a money line, and I had him on the line, so I had a little bit more favorite on the line. Okay. So we so we broke positive. Okay. Um, the killer last night. How do you overturn that Gio Bernard touchdown? Oh, I know. There's, there's no evidence there. <laughs> how do you, how do you give him the Odell touchdown? But you call back Gio. I'm looking at every angle. You can't see a shin. You can't see a knee. And, and they overturn it. And what? that was a backbreaker. Did so. you have an, uh, uh, like an over under on that game at all? I did not. Okay. No. There was a lot of people talking about the under on that one, and that lost quickly. That. That lost that really quickly, bad. and if you watched those defenses the week before, I don't know how you would have went under. Well, I saw the offenses though. Ah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. So I didn't, I didn't, I laid off because I was, you know, I'm, I was thinking about the game, and I was like, you know, Joe Burrow is just a good quarterback though, and I, I could see my obvious purple and gold bias right. coming into it. And I, I was like, I nah, will, this I is will dangerous. I will tell you this though: lines to watch on that, obviously not when he's playing the Ravens. Because they're the Ravens, right. but the rest of the year, if you're getting a touchdown or more, you you need to really consider the line because okay. he has looked great the first two games of the season. I think he's going to get more comfortable with the offense. Mm -hmm. Sadly, he doesn't get a new offensive line, but right. I, but I think I think that that's something to watch out. For. I mean, the offensive line is the biggest issue for him. Um, right. Boyd, Boyd was getting a little better. That backup tight end yesterday. What happened to AJ Green though? I don't know. I have him in a couple of fantasy leagues, and yeah. like, man, I just I was just hoping it's some kind of last minute pop out of him, but no, looks like that's who we're getting this year. That's like, right. um, I have Mixon in a couple of leagues. Um, I feel like they have a lot of weapons. They have weapons, and he still looks very mobile, moving good in the pocket. He he missed a couple throws week one and week two, but I, I think he's getting better as it goes along, and the, and the numbers back that up. He's still over sixty percent throwing the ball, so. I think that's something later in the year, especially, um, you know, kind of in that lull middle of the season. Yeah. Um, you might get catch him catch a couple games. Old Joey B backdoor a couple more. Backdoor Burrow. Backdoor backdoor Burrow. Um. Yeah. All right. Your other picks. Uh, Cardinals plus seven. That was never in doubt. We hit know. that one. Yeah. That was everybody. I, and I went with y'all. I saw both of y'all had everybody. Cardinals plus seven. I was like, okay, that. well, I'm going yeah. Cardinals plus seven. Yeah. Kyler Murray looked great. D Hop looked great. I guess that was y'all's dog of the week. That was well, yeah, not officially, but yeah, dog yeah, of the week. Let's dog just call it that. We all hit our dogs of the week. Okay. Um but now this dog did not hit. UTEP plus forty three. Boys, I was <laughs> watching the first play <laughs> and probably the worst line I have ever seen a safety take in my life on the play. And uh at that moment, um, my my friend turned to me and said, "I don't I don't think this one's gonna hold up." No, uh -uh. And, uh, I texted you too, and I was you, like, "This you, doesn't you look good." You texted me up uh, twenty eight nothing. Yeah, and uh, I still had a little. And you were like, "No, no, they're gonna I put still the had brakes a on." Hope that s that Ellinger would <laughs> would sit down, and he did not. He played the entire game. Yes, pretty he did. Much. And um, you know, 
it, that the whole it, it just didn't work. It just didn't work from start to finish. But we got it. I liked your passion. Um, yeah. I was minor nation all the way. <laughs> I was. You had orange on. You had your orange bear stuff on. I had my you're, orange bear stuff. Your logo on. is blue and orange, That's just right. like them. It's it's what we modeled it after. Yeah, we just you looked at YouTube. Yeah. You know, and then it didn't work out. All right, so Beastu had Rams plus three, um, so he hit that because they beat the Cowboys. That's right. Hit that in a really a snooze fest of a game. I think it was. It was I, I was surprised. I was surprised at both offenses. I was surprised that the Rams looked as physical as they did, mm-hmm. and I was surprised that the Cowboys used their weapons as less. They didn't listen to the Matty strategy of <laughs> get the ball in space. CeeDee <laughs> Lamb had a couple <laughs> of catches, Todd but not Kitchen many. just doesn't like me. <laughs> he doesn't like you. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, McCarthy went full McCarthy at the end of the game. I don't know what he was thinking. It's just <laughs> you never go full you McCarthy. You never go full McCarthy, but he did. Uh, Want to tie the game? Nah, I don't, uh-uh, I don't want to nah. do all right, so he also had Cardinals plus seven, so he hit that one. Um, but then he had uh, Dallas uh, and the Rams over 50 and a half. He, he lost that one. Lost that one. So okay. uh, he was two and one as well. So me and B. Stu are tied two and one. You're in, you're I'm in last. Yeah, you're I'm in last. But that's in okay. The back. You're in the that's back. That's okay. It's a new week. And and fat Randy can't can't harm me he now. He can't hurt he's you ar- anymore. He's already done this. He week. can't hurt you anymore, little baby. He, he can't mess me up. So uh, so we're good. All right. So we're gonna go through our picks of the week, and then we'll go through a couple of other games that we may like. Um, but all right, Bear, what are your? Give me your three picks, and then I want a dog of the week from you. All right. So this slate starting out the first couple of weeks. Mincy said it on your other podcast earlier this Are week. Are you still in a Mincy one? No, I'm not. Oh, I'm okay, actually, okay. Uh, I'm actually going against the pro here. Ooh. But um, these slates have been kind of hard to pick because I feel like we're in a lot of exhibition games here. But yes. there's a couple here and there. Okay. So last week, um, as I was flipping back and forth between the crazy Texas State game, the other game that I was <laughs> flipping to was a Georgia Tech-Florida State game. Uh, I watched all of it. And I know – Florida State. I'm about to rip you. Look like a mess. I'm about to just cr- crush you on this First one. First half, it looked like a mess. What are we doing? Mm-hmm. Second half, Sims played a little bit better. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think they, I like mo- that they quarterback. moved the ball a little bit. All right. It's a second year in the scheme. I get it. The defense isn't isn't bad. I mean, Florida State's offense was a little bit anemic, but defense played well. I think they've got a little bit of confidence. And let me tell you about UCF. We've got 10 players that opted out for this season. Okay. Okay. A starting cornerback that was transferred JUCO, starting defensive tackle. We got two more defensive tackles out, three offensive linemen. Wow. The backup behind Gabriel now. You guys remember McKenzie Milton? Yeah, he left. Well, no, M- he's, M- he's now the backup because Mac. McKenzie Mils- Milton is the backup because Mac left, right? Mac left. Mac played against LSU so a couple I years really ago. I really think game one, haven't played. Georgia Tech's played. We got some depth issues with players opting out. Give me the Ram and Lurek. Seven and a hook. A seven and a half. Yeah. Seven and a hook. Okay. All right. I I didn't know. Georgia See, that's Tech, my problem. Ram and Rick. Georgia <laughs> Tech. Ram and Rick. Uh, my problem is I don't know all the stats on how many guys have left, who was sick, who well, was and that's out. Well, that's the new thing this yeah. year. Yeah, like I'm not doing tough. my homework on that. It's tough to find. I mean, we talked – I know you guys talked earlier in the week about the Baylor-Houston game, and there was a report out today, some guys at Baylor maybe have COVID. Yeah. And 
it's something just changes the game in a minute. As I mentioned to you, um, you know, the line's off the board. I don't know if the game was canceled. Georgia Southern, that game opened. Georgia yeah. Southern as a dog. Florida Atlantic had a huge case number of virus. And they this just week. postponed it, right? Or they, just, is it canceled? I, I think it might be canceled or postponed. I know the I know the bets off the board. Okay, but yeah, that's that's really because yeah, on paper, this is Josh Heupel's offense. We're gonna keep running. We've got Gabriel coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's some underlying factors, and a lot of times people will look at who's starting, but you've got other guys that's adding depth to that. You're still talking about a mid major going mm-hmm. against a power conference team. I know we Georgia Tech won two games last year, but it, it, I think it matters. So, it's not my most confident pick of the week, but I love the I, hook. Yeah, and I and I think they're I think they're confident going into that. Game. I think Georgia Tech shows that they're they're. It's going to take more time for them to get back to that level. Yes. But I mean, really, going from a triple option team to a regular, uh, like a, like I should say, a regular team. Right. Um, it's going to take a couple of years for you to be able to get those athletes. Now, what's going to help is a good quarterback like that, and. I mean, he's a true freshman, if, true I, freshman. if, if I see right. right. I mean, I think he's a really nice-looking true freshman. He had two early picks, second half. He had a touchdown, ended with about 230 Florida yards. Florida State should be having a good defense. I don't know what Florida State's problem is. I was looking at more of Florida State issues than I was Georgia Tech being right. ready to play. My question is, can Georgia Tech keep up with scoring if UCF starts scoring? Well, and that'll be the key early in the game to see – Hey, are they scoring at will here, mm-hmm. or is this going to be a physical game, a low-scoring game? We right. don't expect that from UCF normally, right? Uh, but with some of these opt-outs, and we'll see how that line depth plays if Georgia Tech can kind of stop the run and, and kind of play back on Gabriel. Right. All right, what's number two? Let's go with number two here. Number two, this goes against what a pro is going to tell you. <laughs> okay. Okay. It's going to be – it's it's everybody says overreaction, overreaction week one. Yes, right. That's when I'm going to – wait till you hear I'm, my picks. I'm coming at you. Wait till you hear my picks. But I'm just going to tell you, Bill O'Brien is given seven points okay. to, to John Harbaugh. Right. And if you watch the games, Houston is who we thought they were and Baltimore is who we thought they were. I know it's going to be a huge public line on the Ravens. I don't care. I'm taking the Ravens. I'll take the Ravens up to 30. This Houston team is has no weapons. Okay. You're trying to tell me. You're trying to sell me on Will Fuller. It's uh-huh. eh. we're trying to say David, David Johnson? Johnson looked a little better. Nah, nah. Oh, we're playing the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar okay. Jackson. That defense. Calais Campbell. The line is still like tissue paper. My man was running all day. Watson. <laughs> he was trying. He was trying to get away all day. And so I know that's going to be a public line. I know there's going to be some sharps on Houston. I'm seven I'm and a half right now is what I'm seeing. You're at seven and a half. You we can take it at seven. I'll, I, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give it to you at I'll, seven. Okay. Because I can buy the hook. Buy so. the hook. Okay. Buy the hook if it makes you feel comfortable. I'm still taking it at seven and a half. Okay. Wow. Strong words from the bear. That was a bear That's pick sad. right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I yeah. Baltimore looks dominant. Um. Yeah, I think if a defense shuts down the, the Texans in any way, I don't see their defense being able to stop a whole lot. So uh, I think Kansas City kind of exposed them a little bit on that too for their pass defense. All right, so what's number three? Number three, let's see what you got this at right now. What do you have the Tampa-Carolina game at? Whew, nine and a half. Still at nine and a half? Okay. Large line. Once again, you want to buy it up? 
You want to buy that hook up to 10, go ahead and do it for you. But Ooh. I'm gonna, I'm going to even take it at nine and a half. Christian McCaffrey, I think Teddy, steady Teddy. Okay. Okay, I know we've got a new offensive coordinator and our boy Brady. Um, they looked decent from an offensive standpoint. As you guys mentioned, their defense is, is atrocious. I get uh, that. Tampa Bay? No, no, no. Carolina. Carolina. Oh, gotcha. Tampa Bay, I thought the defense played really well against New Orleans, but I also think that was a little bit of play calling. I think I think all of us Saints fans need to look in the mirror and say Drew Brees' arm is officially done. <laughs> Oh, and uh, we're okay. throwing two-yard out routes, you know, okay. 80% of the passes. That's another discussion. Taysom Hill, man. Taysom Hill. But anyway, um, I think all year long Carolina's going to be pesky. I think we saw this last week that Tampa is a little bit of uh, on paper. Leonard Fournette, we love him. Best back I've ever seen at LSU. NFL Leonard, still NFL Leonard. Yep. You're going to get 1,000 yards on 1,000 carries. So, not averaging a ton there. Yep. Gronk looks slow. Brady had some nice moments, but he's he's not he's not 20-year-old Brady anymore. I'd take the Carolina Panthers plus nine and a half. Okay. I like, I like that pick. I thought you were going to go Tampa Bay here, and I think that is like a complete public number, all right? Yes. That's got to be. Um, yes. Tom Brady doesn't look good, man. I, don't, I, I thought of the two last week, I thought Brady looked – a little bit better than Breeze and some throws. Okay. But I I think that we're seeing what we thought we would see out of an older Tampa team with a good defense. They're going to grind out some games. They have some good wide receivers, mm-hmm. but we're not uh, – I, I love their front seven. I love their front seven. They looked great last week. Yeah, I, I just – I I could easily see another pick six from Tom Brady. That's my problem. A little, little Dante Jackson action? Maybe. It, action ooh, Jackson? If we can finally get uh, Tom Brady, he's all the way at the goal line, and he throws an interception. It's a Dante Jackson. He's at the one-yard line, and he sprints 100 yards. I want to see how fast he can get to the Probably other end zone. Seconds. I don't uh, think Tom's catching him. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think he is. All right. So you got three picks. You got um, two big underdogs there. You got uh, Georgia Tech plus seven and a half. The Ravens minus seven and a half, That's and right. you got Carolina plus nine and a half. That's right. Getting a lot of points with Carolina. I can't believe some of these NFL lines this week. They're just so large. There's some. There's some lines there that if you wanna, if you wanna roll with it. What if you just take all the underdogs this week? If you had the cash just to do it, just take all the underdogs. Do you, you feel like you're gonna hit? I think so. I okay. you're, you're saying take the lines and. Take are you going yeah. to make out better with the underdogs and the favorites? I think so. Yes, I agree. Um, all right, so we need your dog of the week. So you've already given me two, but let's. My this is your official dog of the week. My official dog of the week is actually going to be off of those. Okay. I just talked about the Rams and Cowboys last week. Mm-hmm. I think the Cowboys are, are going to try to kind of figure this thing out for a little bit. They lost Vander Esch. Ooh, oh, go figure, right? Oh, yeah. They lost Sean Lee. He's made of glass. Sean that, Lee's made of – what's, that, le- what's less than glass? The, the fact if you say Vander Esch and Lee <laughs> are made of glass is disrespect to glass, really. It's disrespect to the integrity of glass, right. to borrow a Hunt Palmer line. Um, so they lost those guys. Lael is hurt. Okay. He's got a hip injury. They're falling like flies, okay? The Falcons, same old Falcons last week, but they played Dangerous, all right? I think this week you've got Julio getting loose a little bit with that Dallas secondary. I think Matty Ryan a little bit. I'm going to mm-hmm. give you the Falcons 
It's my dog of the week. Oh, I, I like it. I You know, <clears throat> I don't understand the Falcons. This should be it. This should be their year, in my opinion. I don't know how they are on defense. Maybe their defense is lacking, but I may, or maybe Seattle's just that good. But I, I really thought, okay, you got Todd Gurley coming coming into that offense, and this could be the missing piece. Um, not that Todd Gurley was blowing it up last year or so, but coming back to Atlanta, fresh start for Todd Gurley. I, I just thought that this could be it. Uh, you got good weapons. I mean, you got Julio Jones. You got Calvin Ridley. I think the key is the defense is a little bit young. Now, it's talented, a lot of speed on the field, but you've got some younger secondary pieces. You've got a lot of our uh, our, old, our old LSU guys at the linebacking core. Yeah, so it's Deion, a fast young. Deion Jones. Um, and then, you know, maybe the line isn't isn't quite what you normally expect from Atlanta. But I think that defense gets a little better as the weeks come along. They gel a little bit. And you never know. Maddie, Maddie and Julio are, are due for a game. Calvin really had a nice game last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't think Russell I Gage had a good game. Russell last week. Gage had a good game. I know some people were saying Cowboys NFC favorites coming in. I don't, I don't see it. They look, they look like the same old Cowboys to me. Yeah, um, I need, I need Dak to to get going. I got him in a couple of fantasy leagues. Um, it's only been one week. Stop with the o- overreaction. Week one overreactions. Week here. one overreactions. That's right. All right. Let me go. Let me let me do mine, and then we'll get to be stew here. Uh, my first pick, uh, and I, I have two. Co- I'm gonna do. I'm always gonna do way more college. I feel than you guys are. You guys are my pro. My pro. My pro pros. Um, my first pick is is Pittsburgh minus nineteen and a half against Syracuse. I did the Syracuse train last week. Watched the whole game, unfortunately. I, you, you guys say some prayers for me because I watched. Dino wasn't chucking it around. Um, no, and I, you know, and I actually was doing pretty well. I felt like their defense was not bad. Um, I, I, I also felt like North Carolina was just way overrated. Yeah. Um, but what what I learned out of that game was uh, North Carolina finally got. You know, got with it, scored a couple of touchdowns really quick, and uh, lost that game. But what I, the biggest thing that I learned was that Syracuse cannot score um, at all. Um, I watched uh, a little bit of Pitt against. I understand, guys, that they were playing Austin P. Um, but Pitt um, put up 55 points on Austin P. Um, looked like they could score. Uh, it looks like their their defense is okay. Mm-hmm. If you have an okay defense against Syracuse, they're they're not scoring ten points. Well, you always expect that. Still got Pat Narduzzi there. It's yeah, I mean it's a tough nosed team. They're going to control always the clock. Be physical, run the football. So, I mean, if you thought Syracuse was challenging against North Carolina to score the ball, I think you're you're probably going to be the same with under that. twenty. So I saw a line today in the Advocate that said twenty one and a half. That made me think about it a little bit, but. 19 and a half. I, I'm and a half. I'm on I'm on that. I could see it being a 14 point game at halftime and maybe you know 28 to something like that um, game at the end. So I'm going with Pittsburgh. A little, little late score to get it. That's right. Pittsburgh minus 19 and a half over Syracuse. Syracuse ain't scoring 10 points. Um, all right, next game. I'm taking Duke minus five and a half against Boston College. Um, I saw Duke play last week as well. I had Notre Dame uh, with some points, too many points. Uh, I'm not doing that again because they looked uh, mediocre as well. Like I, did, I, 
I think they're overre- overrated. I think everybody was Over, on this overreaction week one. Yes, I think everybody was on the Ian Book train, and that that train is is left the station. Um, Duke didn't look bad. They could move the ball. Um, I saw Boston College play a good bit last year. I have no confidence in Boston College. Um, I saw Kansas beat the shit out of Boston College last year. And that right there is making me say five and a half points. Yeah, I like that pick. I looked really hard at that pick. I thought you should that you, not be a double digit. Well, so that was the only thing that I looked at. And was I said, scared because, of scared because, you off because Boston College has no Dylan. They lost, right. lost Dylan. To the that draft. was their that was probably 60 percent of their. Exactly. Offense. So they got no offense. They're not great on defense. You've got Duke's already got a game under their belt. The only thing I'm a good game is, under their belt too. Not like is a they looked, you know, they didn't look phenomenal in the game one. That's the only reason I'm thinking about that line. But that line did give me pause a little bit that it wasn't at least a touchdown, um, based on what Boston College is coming back in their projections. I mean, they're projected to be near the bottom of the ACC this year. Yes. So, eh, if we say, hey, okay, we're just gonna roll with it. I actually I like that pick. I like okay. That pick. Next pick, Saints, five and a half in Las Vegas. Um, We're going to probably see this again in a second when we go over Beat Stew's picks, but here's my thoughts on the Saints. Um, I feel like when they get backed into a corner a little bit, and this happened last year when Breeze went down with with Bridgewater, um, plus on primetime, they're they're a completely different animal. what I like about the Saints is you can have a guy, and I, uh, from what we were hearing today, um, Michael Thomas could be playing. Could now. play. Um, not ru- not been ruled out yet. If, if, even if he's limited or whatever it is, the Saints are the best team to adapt to somebody like that going down. He's the best wide receiver in football when he's healthy. If he goes down, man, we can do so many different things. Taysom Hill adds a completely different dimension to that offense. And – once they start rolling, that confidence of that team, it, this has been going on for years. This has been going on basically the entire Sean Payton era where you get to a Monday night football game and you end up rolling up a team. Um, yeah. And f- five and a half, I, this is one where I could actually look at maybe doing an alternate line of like a seven or something like right. that. Um also, defensively, I feel like our defense is very good. That, that defense, I, it showed you last week. I mean, I know we talked about a little bit of the age of Tampa, but that defense is going to be solid all year. Yep. And I think, uh, you know, Jacobs looked great, but it's a whole different story of our line compared to Carolina line. Yeah. And I thought Kamara played great against a, a really good front seven as you mentioned for the Buccaneers yeah I, I think you're looking at he's he's gonna get loose a little bit a little, little matchup nightmare this yeah it, it, when, as far as Jacobs goes I don't think he can um, get yardage on our defensive line and it's gonna be Derek Carr uh, that's gonna have to get you there and can Derek Carr beat the Saints secondary I'm gonna go with the Saints secondary on that one yeah um, and I could even see a couple of picks out of that uh, that could really shift the game um, so I'm going to go with two picks from Derek Carr, a touchdown pass from Taysom, Taysom Hill, possibly a touchdown catch from Taysom Hill, and the Saints route Las Vegas in their Roomba Stadium. The new Roomba Stadium. All right, so we got a dog of the week. I've gone with three favorites here, if, you, if you're if uh, you catching on here, Fav- Bear. Favorite Maddie. Yes, I love favorites. Um, 
Sometimes, sometimes the public's right. Sometimes favorites. I, I'm just you looking look with at, my eyeballs. You look at you look at last year. B. Stu makes fun of me all the time about this I'm, because I'm, I'm all over the favorites. He's he calls me an amateur. <laughs> I'm like, well, you are too. Well, yeah, you're in, you're in first place. That's right. Um, all right. So my dog of the week. Um, I, I bet I bet a game. Um, in week I guess it would be week zero. It was um, Marshall against. Eastern Kentucky. Eastern Kentucky. Yeah, I bet the live line. I like where this is going. I bet a live line. Um, Marshall went up ahead 7 nothing. I took a live line. I think it was like 55. It was 55 total. Uh, so under 55 is what my – I was like, there ain't no way. I said, Eastern Washington ain't scoring a point. Um, and there's no way Marshall's going to score 55 points or more. So we get all the way down to the end of the game. They're still throwing the ball. In the fourth quarter, just, just pissing me off. Only know how to do it one way. Right, they're just full bump. I mean, Marshall. They can't turn Marshall, it down. All of a sudden, like Randy Moss. Herd. Randy Moss is running down the Chad field for Pennington's Marshall. Chad Pennington's just throwing the ball all They over get the to field. 59. It's 59 nothing. I lose my live bet, and I'm like, I can't believe this has happened. I understand that Eastern Kentucky sucks. I get it. But I saw um, there was a freshman quarterback for Marshall who's just throwing the ball all over the place. I also watched a little bit of um, – Charlotte against Appalachian State. Um, I felt like Charlotte was going to um, – somebody had Charlotte in one of their picks, um, not not in us, but, like, there was another big, big person that said something about um, Charlotte. But, uh, anyway, th- I think it was, like, 17-point game, Ott. and it ended up getting to 15. might have been Ott. I think Ott was on it. So, what I saw was um, Appalachian State just looked a little sluggish. Uh, a team like Charlotte was kind of taking it to them on the defensive end a little bit, um, and they weren't able to score at with the ease that you would think they would be able to against a team like Charlotte. Um, it's f- plus four and a half. I like Marshall right. here. All right, I like that. Some contrasting styles. With I would Marshall actually pick them straight up, and I think I might do that. Might put a little bit on the money line here. Sprinkle um, a little bit there. Yeah, I I think Marshall that gives that. You know, I- anybody that knows the Marshall program, all they want is a little bit of confidence. If you give that team a little bit of confidence, they're going to start rolling, my friend. Uh, so that's my dog of the week, Marshall plus four and a half. So that brings us to B. Stew. Let's go ahead and read up on B. Stew's picks. I think the expert got this week. All right. This one, I, I read this one a little bit earlier, and I, I got physically ill um, oh. reading it. All right. N- number one. Jets plus seven. Who are the Jets playing? The Jets are playing the Buffalo Bills. No, no, no. So, I'm sorry. Jets are playing the San Francisco 49ers. Oh, You're defending worse. NFC champion San Francisco just, 49ers. Just lost the game last yeah, week. Yeah, so Sam Darnold is going in there um, plus seven against the 49ers defense. Um, and here's here's some notes. A lot on of potential with Sam Darnold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so here you go. Um, no Le'Veon. San Francisco key injuries. Um, uh, Sherman is out. Richard Sherman's out. Uh, George Kittle's out. Um, West Coast team playing an early East Coast game. That's a that's oh, a great sharp man, stat right this there. This guy, this guy, he's good. Jets D is good, but the the run uh, which is San Francisco's go to. Um, 
Love this spot for the Jets, he says. Where where does he talk about how the Jets are going to score points? <laughs> yeah. Is there Well, Sherman's out. So Darnold's so going to pick his Darnold's going to throw two. Yeah, he's going to laugh at us if they if this hits he really so is. bad. He really is. Um, he may come he may come in studio next week. So he, yeah. So uh that is his first pick is Jets plus 7. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. All right, so number 2. Love it like a tuna fish sandwich on a hot day. <laughs> New York Giants plus five and a half. He's love. He said last week the he, Bears. He said last week he loves Daniel Jones. I don't think I've ever heard anyone say that. Not even Daniel Jones' mother. That's man. He against w- the Bears. The Bears. He's well, going against Mitch. They call him. Uh, you know what I calls him? Mitch the bitch. That's uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. So I am. I can I can vouch there. I mean, yeah. I mean, come on. All right. He said New York um, could have easily covered against Pittsburgh. Uh, turnover inside the three killed them. Defenses are awash in this game, and the Je- uh, Giants have much better weapons on offense. Um, Chicago gave up nearly 100 yards to Adrian Pe- Peterson, and Saquon will get going this week. Um uh, this game and to take some pressure off of Danny Dimes, he calls him. Danny Dimes. <laughs> Danny Dimes. Uh, I see the Giants actually winning this game. He's going out on a limb and saying he sees the Giants, Giants actually straight up, straight up, straight up, All straight right. up. Now tell All me, right. he makes some points. Giants. I mean, you got me. You got me thinking about the yeah, Giants. He got you. He's got you believing. I'm not on the Jets, man. He's but come on, you got me on the Giants plus five. Oh, sheesh. All right, number three. And this is where I'm with him. Saints minus five and a half. Saints minus five. Uh, so you got two of us. They bo- we both have Saints minus five and a half. And here, I know this about Brandon. He don't he don't bet the Saints. Okay, I'm just telling y'all that right now. He does not bet the Saints because not he knows a, he's not a he is a fan. He is guy. a fan. So when he bets the Saints, you just you need to know that. You need to know. Um, I only bet my team once a year. I usually know the spots to pick against them but I'm rolling with them this week. The Raiders' offense relies on Jacobs, we just said this, who had a great game versus more than likely the worst uh, run defense in the NFL. The Saints have not allowed a 100-yard rusher in 44 straight games. Last three years, the Saints are 6-0 and on the road versus AFC teams, betting, uh, beating those teams by an average of 18 points. Right. So Saints minus 5.5. To me, that's got to be our lock of the week. It's got to be the lock, la, of, the la, 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 lock, lock of the lock week. Of the week. <laughs> lock of the century of the week. All right, so here is uh, B Stew's dog of the week, and it's going to go on the college front. Okay. He has got Georgia State, and he's got him at plus 15 and a half against ULL. Uh, he didn't have a, a reason on this one, but I think we just heard that ULL maybe had some guys okay. out from this week. So this will be – I don't know if this is Georgia State's first game or not, um, but a lot of points, uh, and people are probably riding that that public train from from ULL playing against Iowa State. And I can tell you this, I actually probably do like this line. I see it at plus 17. I like that even better. But there was two special team scores in that Iowa State game. I understand they still upset Iowa State. Uh, their defense looked pretty good. Uh, I don't know how good Iowa State really is, but two defensive, two special team scores made that a little bit different game than probably what we're looking. Yeah, they. I mean, they took it to a team that, and you know, I know, say what you will about these guys, but 
I mean, Tim Brando had him in the top ten. I mean, come on. That's ridiculous. I mean, but, I mean, still, favored in the Big 12 is, is one of the top teams in the Big 12 behind Texas yeah. and Oklahoma. And you all kind of took it to them. So, say what you will about Iowa State. But, I, uh, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how UL does in week two. So, all right, we got a couple other games coming up tomorrow. Uh, and maybe when you guys hear this, it could be today on Saturday. Um, a couple of games that I want to talk about. Um, first one is uh, Tulane against Navy. Tulane is now minus six and a half against Navy. That line is going down. Um, I bet Navy, this has been, uh, I think this known ar- around the world now. Uh, <laughs> I've talked about it so much in the last couple hand of days. Up. I got I my hand up. I, I got, was there I was the also. guy. I was the guy. Um, I bet Navy straight up against BYU. And my little heart was broken uh, right before the game when Kurt Herbstreet, uh, crying, crying Kirk is what I call him. Crying Kirk. Um, he told me that um, Navy decided they weren't even going to tackle all preseason. I heard about that after the game. Oh, so I, no. so <laughs> I actually sat through the game and was wondering why I'm in the world you. BYU looked like the Monstars just running <laughs> up and down the field. <laughs> Like, what is going on? I, and I was in the we were in the middle of a one team one podcast and I'm looking over at Jack and I'm looking at the game and I'm like, I'm sorry, stop talking. I need to like hedge this bet real quick because <laughs> this team is about to trounce the other yeah, team. And was, I'm like, what do you think about this bad. line? So if y'all go back and listen to one of those episodes, you'll hear me actually going through all that at the same time. But um all right, so two lane minus six and a half. Uh, but it was at like seven and a half. Now it's going down. I don't I think people are thinking that Navy's got things corrected. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, and I will tell you about Tulane last week. I was I was not very big on them. Shout yeah. out to my my boy Bo, who's a Tulane grad, was telling me oh. he was really worried. Billy, he's about a the game. Grad. And uh, I thought they 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 showed some some fight on that comeback with USA. Yep. And uh, they showed be able to move. I don't ball think USA is too bad either. So no, I don't think so. I mean, I. You know, it's USA, but I, I think they're they they show that they can move the ball a little bit, have a decent defense. So against a Navy team, like you said, that just uh, looked like was completely and totally. But they shouldn't have been on the field, and that that was dangerous. Like uh, you know, I'm not one of those guys that's like, but like, dude, y'all are not prepared at all. Right. You made BYU look like, yeah, like you said, the mon. They, I can't come up with a better analogy than that. The monsters. <laughs> Dude, did you hear that? Did you watch? You watched the game live. Oh, I watched. So the game. I was, was talking awful. about this the other night. Like they, so there was no no attendance in the stands because the governor of Maryland decided they weren't they weren't going to allow any fans at all in the stands. All you can hear, and they played it up to where all you could hear were the the teams on the sidelines. All you heard the whole game was BYU just hooping and hollering, right. and it was just like that. Uh, not only did they not practice tackling, but they weren't ready. Like, they just weren't prepared at all. And I don't see how you come back from that in – what is it been two weeks? I don't even know if it's been two um, weeks yet. Yeah, that was a memo- – that was Labor Day. Yeah, that was two weeks. That, that was, was a Labor Day right. game. So, a little less than two weeks. Um, they've That's how long they've practiced tackling is two weeks. I would probably <laughs> go with Tulane minus six and Jump, a half. Jumping here. on Willie Fritz and the boys try to get it under that seven. Right? Yes. So, here's another game that I really, really like. Um and I, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of just liking this team in general this year. 
Um, Louisville against uh, Miami of Florida. Uh, Louisville is minus two and a half against Miami. This is probably our biggest game of the weekend, right? Right. Um, I like Louisville's offense. I think Louisville can score a lot of points. I don't think Miami can score a lot of points. That's that's my um, my expert analysis. So, what do you think about that? I mean, <laughs> I I think that uh, Miami is gonna is gonna live and die with Derek King. Yes. And um, you know, in their game last week, they looked a little more erratic, and it looked like they were relying very heavily on his playmaking ability. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that worked okay last week. Um, competition's up a little bit better this week. And as you said, the Louisville offense looked a little bit smoother. Yeah. Um, so I agree with that. You're getting it under a field goal here. Um, I do think Louisville's probably the, the, the better side. They're a little more confident. Here's another line that I like. Um, it, the over-under is 64-and-a-half. Um, I actually like the under. Under 64-and-a-half, Louisville-Miami. I saw Miami play last week. I don't think that they're going to be able to score like that. Um, I could see easily this game being 31 to 24 or something like that. You know, you're nowhere near that 64 line. So that's another one I would take a look at. I um, agree. And I, what I'm, I think I'm to look out for and probably gonna kind of go on is uh, Texas State. Okay. Watch Texas State. Jake Spavital for two weeks now. Um, last week was a crazy game. Yes. I don't know if you watched the end of the that I did. game. But that that was nuts. Um they're really pretty good on offense. Um and and I think they're going against the ULM team. Sure ULM played Army last week, a little bit overmatched there, but I don't I don't think um this is quite as good a ULM team as we've seen in the past couple years. Right now I think that line's at four. Um I yep, know we're four. we're kinda giving some favorites here, but I I think Texas Snake State finally gets off the schneid here and, and gets a W, and I, I would take them as minus four. I like that, too. I also, um, another favorite, uh, Troy, minus three against Middle Tennessee State. This is all about Middle Tennessee State. I saw Middle Tennessee State go into Army and get absolutely humiliated and punched in the mouth. Um, Troy, I like. I actually like Troy. Um, I liked them last year. I haven't. I mean, I think this is their first game this season, so probably shouldn't. I probably should just lay off of this one. But um, I, I like looking at some of these teams that were just so unprepared the first right. week, and I don't know how much has changed in a week, two week period right. of time. Uh, I think you need to take advantage of that while you can get it. Last um, one that I see on the card, maybe to look out for. It's went down a little bit. Um, it's basically a pick'em now, but Wake Forest against mm-hmm. NC State it opened at plus three. Wake um, I it think opened at plus three. Wake. All right, I have yeah. minus one um, NC State right now. Okay, NC State, uh, you know, had some issues practicing and preparing because mm-hmm. all the COVID cases they they had to push their game a couple games back. Wake Forest looked pretty good in the second half last week. Um, I think that you know, I think getting the game under their belt. A very you good, like that. A very you like that Clem- game under their belt. I do, thing, right? and they played a very good Clemson team. So you're you're not going to have the same level of talent. I like the quarterback the for Wake Forest. Team. He was he was the quarterback before Jamie Newman, and he got hurt. And then Jamie Newman came in, and kind of he was he was the guy until he transferred out. And now he's back in the quarterback role again. Sam Hartman, I think, is his name. He is actually a good. I, to me, he's a solid quarterback. Right. Um, now, is he going to, like, light it up or anything? I don't know. But 
yeah, if if North Carolina State is having those kind of issues, like is are they that much better than Wake Forest to begin with? I don't think that. I don't think so. No, I don't. I don't either. Uh, here's a game: Oklahoma State first game of the season against Tulsa. Uh, they're minus twenty three. You got Chuba Hubbard. Uh, will be playing. I'm sorry, I was looking at the UTEP line. Well, they're playing again. <laughs> they're playing again. Who are? They, what's their line? Let's go. They're let's go with them. <laughs> they're playing Abilene Christian. Abilene Christian. I'm not even. I don't even have that game. Giving four and a half. They're giving four and a half to Abilene that Christian. They are. We'll I mean, it. minor nation. You gotta go with it. I don't know. We'll, I'll think. Maybe about you it. go with it, and I'll go with Abilene Christian. And we'll split the difference. <laughs> um. All right, Oklahoma State minus twenty three against Tulsa. I've notoriously, this is a spot where Tulsa ends up giving Oklahoma State a game. Oklahoma State had all the issues uh, before the season with, um, you know, rallying around like social justice and and basically, I almost felt like there was a mutiny a little bit with the coaching staff. Right. Um, but it sounds like everything got back in in order. Um, Shuba Hubbard is like the man. Um, can Tulsa score points against Oklahoma State to keep this line well under twenty three? The issue I have with this game, obviously, is I don't I don't know a ton about Tulsa. Yeah, I do know though that you know as you mentioned, they're gonna just ride uh, Chuba Hubbard and may you know Mike's always gonna throw the ball a little bit, but they're gonna be very run heavy. You've seen that with Gundy teams in the past with Justice Hill. Yeah, uh, and and just really having a strong running game. It, to open up that pass is really what he's about. We think of Oklahoma State as a as a pass, you know, those days with Brandon Whedon and, mm -hmm. and even recently um, some of the quarterbacks have kind of continued that. Um, but you know, I don't know what I don't know a ton about Tulsa. If I knew more about Tulsa, I'd probably tell you. But I, I would say that they're going to try to control the clock, control the time. So if you believe in Oklahoma State, that's not bad. If you're getting an under this, this would be one that I would watch at the beginning of the game and look at and and watch it very closely, like maybe the first two series, mm -hmm. and then jump on a live line. Um, because, yeah, e exactly right. You know, like, you need to see what Tulsa is all about here. And if Oklahoma State is just able to go at will um, and keep scoring, this could be an op uh, uh, like a, a place where Tulsa had all this adversity early in the offseason, and now they're coming out and they want to make a statement. Um, right. I could easily see that happening as well. Uh, South Florida, Notre Dame, that's minus 25 and a half with Notre Dame. I get it. South Florida is probably not very good, but I, I don't know about laying all these points on Notre Dame, man. Um, yeah. Over under 48 and a half, that could be an opportunity, uh, maybe with the over, right? Is that right. what you would think? Yeah, I mean, I it's pretty low. That's pretty low, and, I mean, I to be honest, I don't think South Florida's defense is that great. Yeah. Um, you know, and well, from last week in Notre Dame, I mean they they played pretty well against Duke in terms of on defense, um, but I could see that being an over for sure. Yeah. All right, guys, that's just a couple of games we wanted to talk about. Um, also, you have our picks of the week. We're going to post those out with the podcast again. Big big thank you to Bear Process Safety. Adam is here in studio. The Bear in the studio. That's right. So, um, all right, we. We have some more stuff coming to you guys for the Home Dogs podcast, but also we're all presented by One Team One Podcast. So you can go check us out on Twitter with the Home Dogs Pod, but you can also check us out at One Team One Pod on Twitter. Um, we have Bandit Radio. We have Since We're on the Subject. We have a full uh, arsenal of podcasts coming at you out of this little bedroom here. 
That's right. Uh, in Baton Rouge. So, um, podcast that could. The little podcast that could, but um, I got in trouble for saying that the other day on Twitter. That we're the little podcast that could, and then Blake from since we're on the subject sent a text to Tim and said, "Hey, what's this? <laughs> what's this crap all about? Stealing their line?" Just so I line. said, "Just tell me what I can and I'm cannot an e- say." I'm an equal opportunity podcast. You guy. sponsor I sponsor everything. them all, so yeah, you know what I, I think of them all is the same. You know, so I they're know. all your children. It's all my children. That's right. <laughs> all repping the brand, the big ones, bear. That's right. Um, all right, guys, we're gonna have more coming at you um, probably next week, and then uh, anybody has any questions or any uh, comments on games, send us a message on Twitter. We would love to interact with you there. Um, and always, pay. always, always, guys, there ain't nothing like that. Always. 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 Cost a lot, but I'm the million dollar man, and you will be bought. <laughs>